0: So Wilson started the season in week four. Remember, he had a knee injury early in the season. It's the first three games. Six touchdowns, six interceptions. The rating is well below the league average. So second down and 12 now.
1: Passes almost intercepted. And not getting greedy and forcing the ball. And then a couple plays later, he ends up forcing it. And throwing a ball that should have been intercepted there by Williams. Throws are late. It's almost grabastic. You know, just kind of throw it up and hope. Well, the crowd impatient. You've been impatient for years here. Wilson back to throw.
0: Clock is at all zeros. And then we picked off. Well, well, well. Audio will tell you all you need to know.
1: Uh, Mike did get clearance, so he will be the starter. The plan for Zach, again, it hasn't changed. I still think he's got a future here. I still think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Are the two of you open to the concept that Mike White might be your answer at quarterback moving forward beyond just this year? Uh, One day at a time on that one, Connor. He doesn't have it. He's struggling, buddy. I mean, that's what it is. Like he don't have it. So let's try to roll something else out there. Do they wish they had a Teddy Bridgewater or Jimmy Garoppolo or someone? Of course. Mike White's the next best thing they've got, and White actually played well when he was in the yes. season. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome everybody and happy holidays. This is Queens to Jersey. My name is Steven, alongside me, my co-host Jason. How's it going on this solid Monday night? It is Monday night, a little bit of a delay due to the holidays for the latest episode, but we are here, we are talking Jets, and there's a good amount to talk about. Getting right into it, recapping the last game Thursday night against the Jaguars, and plain simple, worst game of the season. 3-19, to 19, Jets lose, played pathetic Zach Wilson 9 of 18 for 92 yards passing, no touchdowns, one interception. He's benched in the third quarter for Chris Streveler, who comes in and plays about as good as you can expect from Chris Streveler. 10 of 15, 90 yards passing. He had like, what was it? I think nine carries for 54 yards rushing. He moved the offense. They didn't score, but he brought a spark to, to something that had nothing. They lose a game, they don't score a touchdown. The rushing uh, yards, were, uh, besides Strevler's 54, were atrocious. I think it was 12 total rushing yards besides Strevler. There was nothing from that team on Thursday night. Uh, Any quick thoughts from you, Jason?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said on the last podcast, after that Lions game, you could see Wilson lost it. He's never going to succeed as a Jet. Who knows if he goes somewhere else you never know look at Sam Darnold right now possible playoff spot if they win this week against Tampa they have to beat New Orleans next week as well but I think they Saints play the Eagles actually this week so Carolina could get into the playoffs well the Jets aren't looking good at quarterback position until the news we
1: got today well jumping to that news Mike White cleared by doctors to play next Sunday against the Seahawks in Seattle Essentially giving us some sort of life, and there is life. If you're listening to this and thinking to yourself, the Jets are essentially eliminated. They are not. The Packers beat Miami last night uh, for, was it Sunday night? No, it was during the day. Mm -hmm. They beat them early in the day uh, for the Sunday 1 o'clock game, and by doing so, it pretty much lets the Jets control their own destiny again.
0: Not yet. It's not yet. New England, they went out there and...
1: But they have Miami and Buffalo. Those Actually, are...
0: my dad was saying that Miami has the tiebreaker over New England right now. So if Miami does lose against New England and then beats the Jets, I'm pretty sure they will get in over New England, even if New England does win out. Oh, okay. So right now the Jets and Patriots are sort of in the same spot where mm-hmm. they don't control their own destiny.
1: But they they can. If the Jets win out and the Patriots lose one of those two games, they are in if the Jets lose out and the Patriots lose one of those two games, and Miami or is it can they still? No, the Jets are eliminated with a loss. With any loss, any type of loss, yeah. They, uh, There's no way they can get in if they're eight and nine.
0: Not with the Chargers
1: clinching. Yes. Okay. So essentially, the Jets yeah, have to win out, and if they do, and the Patriots lose one of those two games, the Jets are in the, the playoffs. The Jets are the seventh seed, and they get in. Yes. It's not unrealistic to think possible. It all hinges on Mike White. And obviously, like you said,
0: it hinders on Mike White and that pathetic, pathetic offensive line, <clears throat> as well as getting the run run game back in form. But the big game this week for the Jets might be Cincinnati versus Buffalo if the Jets handle business on Sunday because we will need Buffalo to beat New England potentially. Mm-hmm. And if and
1: Cincinnati beats Buffalo, they'll have something to play for.
0: If Buffalo beats Cincinnati, oh, they'll have that one seed, and they'll have to beat New England to have it.
1: Oh, okay, so if they beat Cincinnati, they'll have a shot at the one seed, and we'll need to beat New England.
0: Exactly. Oh, so
1: that really does give them something to play for, so we need Buffalo to win.
0: And if they lose, they'll be the three seed with the uh, same record as Cincinnati. But Cincinnati would have the tiebreaker over them. Yeah, because they won. So the game. that would be less to play for. This is an important.
1: Opinion. Two games for the Bills, for sure. Yeah. So that that's something to look at for sure, and that's very important. And the Patriots, obviously, you know, needing to lose to one of those two division games, they they've struggled this year. They are not the same Patriots. I think it's very likely they will lose one of those two at least. I think what's more concerning for me right now is beating the seahawks i agree completely
0: but when you know when you're in a situation like this there's nothing else you could really do other than watch the other teams right
1: mm-hmm. and, and i to think hope
0: to give yourself a chance
1: next week you you said it before cutting yourself off a bit that word and it, it's the word that kills all sports fans and really new york sports fans hope and that's what we keep getting and it's brutal that's what worries me is that we're getting ourselves excited and i'm saying this right now and if it happened i'd probably be furious but if the jets win against seattle and have a playing game for week 18 i'm kind of happy with that at least we have a season where the last game up until the last week we were in it and we were fighting i i worry that if we go out there and Geno smith completely exposes us like we've been exposed the last two weeks. Um more than that. More than that, but really badly the last two weeks. It it's just erases every ounce of optimism going into the off season.
0: And the defense is gonna have to is going to have to play a lot better against Seattle than they did against Jacksonville. Yeah. That was one of the worst defensive performances I've I mean, seen. 19 all points season isn't
1: isn't bad, but but they couldn't get off
0: the field. Mm-hmm. We all watched the game and we saw. I mean, yeah.
1: they would get third down. Say, you that's know, that's the problem with Trump what, what the first. media is saying about the Jets is that they're not watching the full games. The defenders of Zach Wilson and listen, I don't a hundred percent agree that he will never be successful as a Jet. I don't know. I just part of me you're you're smiling. You're getting that look. Like, what the hell is he talking about? part of me still wants to believe, and maybe I'm a schmuck for it, <laughs> but part of me oh, still wants to believe that Robert Sala means what he says when he says Zach Wilson still has a future. It's not this year. And listen, if Mike White wins the next two games and takes us to the playoffs, there's like a 90% chance, in my opinion, that he's our starter going into next year. How do you not? If he looks good enough, right? I yeah. mean, well, so we'll see. And, and, and I don't even want to get into I the, know. the, we the hypotheticals win. of... of the Bills getting that one seed and having to play like the Chiefs in the first in the wild card round. Good you night. Can't think about. Good that night. Right not now. even thinking about that. Get You're it out of not your too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I am a nut. I, d- I did say it in a group chat. Don't get me wrong. After two or three that pick. Yeah. I may have said I'll see you in Kansas oh, City. Christ. Listen. Why can't they beat Seattle? Yeah, Seattle hasn't looked good the past six, seven weeks.
1: But why couldn't they have beaten Detroit or Jacksonville? No, I, now the Because that, is
0: Zach Wilson, yes. Because they win that game if Mike White plays against Detroit. I agree. I don't know about Jacksonville. The
1: offensive line was so bad. He probably would have gotten injured. Yeah, he probably would have gotten rocked. Again. Um, yeah, and been out for the year. And we would have been stuck with who knows. What, and,
0: what um doctor do you think cleared him? Some guy who just got his... um
1: doctor degree probably today. Yeah, and a Jet fan, uh, and paid off by Woody Johnson. Yes. I know you believe more of those reports from Jake Laser that the team's completely done with Zach. I, again, we don't need to get too much into it right now, but he's done for the year. You're not going to see Zach Wilson take another snap for the rest of the season, unless something happened to Mike White, maybe.
0: Yeah, he's inactive, yeah. apparently, for... Yeah. Next week,
1: and I, they want to use Strevler in a package. I like that. Use him like Taysom Hill because yes. we saw it works, and I think if you can combine that and take a little of that pressure off of Mike White by there doing you go. so, yep. you have much more of a higher percentage of success. Yeah, you. you just, I like using him in the red zone a lot. I think that could work great.
0: You look at a team like San Francisco. You have no idea well, which way the ball is going. You know, right or right or yeah. left. And then you don't know who's getting the ball. Of course. All these guys are in different motions and all. And we've all. started
1: to see a couple more guys at least attempt to be used more like C.J. Uzama and stuff in the in the offense. Uh, and, and I like the idea of using Struggler, and I really hope we see that against Seattle because the one thing you can say about Mike White as opposed to Zach Wilson is that Mike White is such more of a pocket quarterback. And Zach, although not in a good way, can extend plays. Adding Strubler will add that quarterback running option that I think will just at least expand the run game for us and keep plays more alive. And, and who knows, maybe he takes a shot like Taysom Hill does every now and then if he is capable of it. But I like that. I like that you said that that's possible. Uh, also, a big concern with the Patriots is that Tua is back on a concussion protocol and probably, I don't think, will play.
0: It didn't really seem like the same Tua in the second half. And I think the injury happened...
1: Before that. Before It was the fourth quarter. He threw all three in the fourth quarter.
0: And it's a very bad look for everyone. And you hate to see everyone hate on Tua when mm-hmm. the guy's playing his ass off with a concussion. Yeah. And everyone's saying how bad he is. I'm now gonna, with this new report, it, it's tough to say that.
1: A sad thing that I'm about to say, it's a prediction that nobody likes to make. Tua Tagovailoa does not play in the NFL before until, like, by the time he's 30, he retires.
0: Yeah, no, I heard someone say today that he might never play again because it's just getting to a point where it's too much. He, he's
1: putting himself in genuine danger, and I think it, it's brutal. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people say that the, the medical staff on the Dolphins should be canned and
0: looked at. For sure, and, you know, that's why a guy like Andrew Luck, one of the best quarterbacks that totally. we have ever seen, retired at what the age of 26 so
1: many organizations you know the texans have been known for having quarterbacks getting the crap beat out of them deshaun got the crap beat out of him, and you know david carr who was a top pick at the time he retired early by the time he was like 30 because he got beaten so bad Mm -hmm. Uh, luck is a better example because he was a much better player but it happens and i think two is yeah the next victim of that sadly but it's probably something that has to be done. Maybe even sooner than what I said. Cause yeah, he's he's only what twenty four or so. Yeah, 25? he's a young kid, and he's I mean, our,
0: our age. I mean, it seems to be happening every game for him. Mm-hmm.
1: So it, it's definitely something he has to think about and and you hope for the best. W- yeah, we 100% wish him the best because despite what it means for the Jets or this and that, you know, you 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 just want the guy to be okay. Mm-hmm. be able to play football. Yeah. And make right. millions and of he dollars. seems like a, a, a good guy, you know, you see you hear the Mike Dubs with McDaniel and everything and he seems like a guy that you'd want to root for. For sure. I so agree. despite everything and, and what it means for the Jets and this and that, you, you just hope for the best and for the guy. You definitely got a feel for the guy because,
0: you know, before McDaniel came along everyone he was, he was a, a joke. Bust, yeah. You know, and then People he has a year off. like this and you know he has the highs of mm-hmm. being an M V P candidate in the first ten weeks. To the lows of maybe never playing again. So, yeah. that's really a, the definition of what the NFL yeah. is. Yep.
1: Triumphs and tribulations. Are, yeah. yeah, Highs and lows. And it's tragic if, if that's how it ends for Tua. But the Dolphins, yeah, it's on them. Yeah. Not um, protecting him and not, you
0: know, they should have probably sat him out the rest of the season. or You know, I I don't know. It's a tough situation. Obviously, you can't sit him out the whole year like I just said, but you know, when he got... You know, two concussions or whatever it is, maybe it's time to give him a break for at least like five, six weeks. Yeah. Not yeah. just draw him in. It into might the water. be
1: safest for him, the player, to to sit out and have an offseason to fully recover, even if they go to the playoffs and everything. I agree. I think he should be done for the season. But I'd say that's at least 50 50 right now, maybe less that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're, they're contending for a playoffs.
0: And it sucks, you know, obviously. You know, it all comes down to football and all. We all we wish them the best, but we need the Dolphins mm-hmm. this week. So it obviously sucks even more yeah. for the Jets fans. Yeah,
1: and it's like, you know, dual-sided that, you know, I guess, and I hate talking about it because you're talking about it because of an injury, a bad injury to a player, but in this scenario where, let's say the Patriots beat the Dolphins, we beat Seattle, and then Teddy didn't play and we were able to beat Miami, and then the Bills, fighting for one spot, beat New England, that would get us in. That seems like maybe the most likely scenario of getting in right now. I tend to agree with you. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's either they lose to Buffalo or Miami. So I'm going to take Buffalo in those odds. And let's hope they're playing for that one seed. Totally. Cincinnati's Um, not going to be easy, though. Yeah. Uh, I think the game's in Cincinnati as well, so it's going to be tough for them. Should be a good Monday night game, though, so everyone watch that. One more thing about the Jets. mm -hmm. Figure it out. I mean, this is as big a test for Salah exactly. as he's ever had. Uh-huh. You're not going to, you know, have a bigger game than this next season and you know, until this time, until a year from now, because we're not like the Bills. We're not going to win a division by two or three games. This is your time to show how good a coach you really are. Do you have it? I guess we'll have to find out, because I've seen and read yearbooks from the Jets that say, your idol is P. Carroll. So, now's the time to prove that you could beat him.
1: Great points. Uh, And exactly what I think my final thoughts were is that this is the biggest test for Robert Sala. He was not on our hot seat scale. If they get blown out and embarrassed to Seattle, you're laughing. Because it's true. Yeah, You're laughing because it's true. And it definitely could happen. If they get exposed, and you see that it is not fully Zach Wilson, because... As bad as Zach Wilson has played, as bad as the offensive line has played, it comes back to coaching, and Robert Saleh has not done a great job coaching these no. last four or five games plus.
0: Or, you know, transforming Zach Wilson, especially, mm-hmm.
1: into a player that he could be one day, possibly. Absolutely. It's go time for you, and you need to rally the troops and make sure they are ready to fight, because we're, it's now or never. We're
0: not going to say this is a must-win, because we're, we don't like
1: stating the obvious, mm-hmm. but... I mean, come on. If you've ever seen one, this is it. If you want the fan base, not just the team, but the fan base and the city to rally around Robert Sala, you've got to win against Seattle. Well said. Moving on to the broader NFL. What did you learn this week? The Cowboys could be for real this year. Really? You called them frauds a week ago. Well,
0: I'm changing.
1: <laughs> You're changing. They they did play well and they looked really good. T.Y. Hilton, maybe he's like a piece that they, they really needed.
0: When you have a guy like Mar- Michael Parsons on defense, mm-hmm. and Dax has his best game
1: of the year against a very solid defense in Philly. Yeah, and we were talking the other day, you we were talking about Diggs. He's played well, and he's a bit hated on uh, Trayvon Diggs.
0: Yeah, oh, he had a, did what he could against A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown's one of the best in the business. He made some moves, you know. The highlight is all over the internet of him schooling Trayvon Diggs. But the rest of the game, you know, Trayvon did his part. Cowboys did their part. They come out with a big win. Everyone's saying that Tampa's going to beat them
1: in the first round because it's just obvious. I don't think that's going to happen. I think I agree with you. I think Dallas, with that defense, it, it is such a, you know, yes, their offense may not be able to compete with Philly, but their defense certainly can. And, yeah, maybe if Jalen Hurts plays, they win that game. But Dallas did enough, and they and Gardner Minshew played great. So you can't really argue that too much. Dallas, yeah, they, they could be legit. Uh, what I learned this week is that maybe, maybe Baker Mayfield has some sort of future in the NFL. I don't know if it's a full-time starter, but the way he played yesterday was impressive. You can't say otherwise. I think the Broncos just gave up on the season, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's a whole nother story, and that was something I was thinking about saying, too. Because maybe I didn't learn, but something I'm very curious to learn is how much of Denver's problem was Nathaniel Hackett. Obviously, he just got fired today. They got blown out 51 to, what was it, 14? Mm-hmm. Embarrassing loss. They There was issues on the sideline with Brett Ripien and an offensive lineman. I mean, Ripien was defending Russell Wilson and getting killed for it you know mm-hmm. it's a disaster there and I'm not saying in any regard that Nathaniel Hackett deserved to stay he needed to get out of there but I'm curious to see just how much better Russell Wilson plays as a result of it
0: yeah uh, I saw that video it's nice to see Latavius Murray stand up you know for his quarter for sure. know, backup quarterback you gotta respect that yeah and he's a guy that they signed you know this year he was playing on two two different teams this year before that so that just shows his character.
1: And unfortunately from the offensive lines perspective from what I saw, it looked less like he was trying to actually be angry with him and more that he's completely given up on Russell Wilson and was asking this guy to step up for them. No, I think he was saying You, you think know, he was saying when he said do something, Rip or Brett or he was saying something like that. Do something, Rip, do something. He, uh, you think he was saying fight me or It was because he didn't help him up after he got sacked. Oh.
0: And you know, I feel like that's rule number one. If you're an offensive lineman, you know, if it's your fault, Mm -hmm. especially help Mm -hmm. the guy up. Uh -uh. So it's a whole problem. Have they named
1: who will be interim there, DC? Yeah, it's some, it's some
0: guy who Nathaniel Hackett brought in. It's some old guy. He won't be back next year. Yeah, we'll see what they do. I don't think. Disaster. I don't think they'll be competing. I've heard some people people actually
1: talk about Russell Wilson not being a Bronco next year. I don't think that's possible from no. a financial standpoint.
0: I don't think it's even the move either. You I have a Hall of Fame you quarterback. Gotta at least you gotta give him another chance. At least
1: one more year and see if he plays like this again. Then, then you can maybe talking, discuss some yeah. stuff. But you gotta see if this was a coaching scenario. I don't know if Sean Payton wants to come in and take over from the shit show. Yeah, I don't think he would want to coach them either. And we'll get a, you know to some of the coaching stuff in a little, but um, yeah, with, with with the Broncos that's a disaster and with baker mayfield i think when he played that well he's at least earned himself a right to be a long-term backup in this league
0: yeah i think that
1: he'll honestly be back with la next season do you think and stafford might be done i was going to bring this up do you think there's a quarterback controversy in with the rams i think it's up to stafford you think it's up to him like if he wants to stay there if
0: he might retire, oh okay, he has some bad, you know, concussion problems, mm-hmm. just like Tua. Yeah. So I mean, he might call it a quits, and maybe Baker will be the quarterback next year. But I could see him backing up Stafford next year. I don't. I think Stafford gives it one or two more years,
1: like with Aaron Donald and you know that and core McVay that they and, have in and cup. Yeah, yeah, that entire little group. Um, I agree. They they want to make at least one more attempt at a run, but Baker's earned his right to, to stay, and at least get some sort of shot. You know, maybe he'll get an offer in the off season from somewhere. I not not New York, but somewhere. I don't know. Um, but at least for that, like I said, he's earned the right to be a starter or a backup. And maybe a starter in LA for at least the remainder of the season for sure. We we talked a little about the Patriots. I mean, they've been kind of crap. They they made a comeback in, in the second half against the Bengals, but do you think there's like any thought of them actually being in like a rebuild mode or that they're going to be back on top in a year or two.
0: It seems like everyone really hates Mac Jones around the league. I don't know if it's his taint. In New England also it's starting to feel. It seems like just everyone hates him. It seems like they have a quarterback problem. His play doesn't do the talking. No. It's not good enough. He plays mediocre. No if you're going to be if you're going to do everything that he does you have to back it up on the field Mm -hmm. and he doesn't. So I think Belichick, I think they might move on from him and start up and try and find a new quarterback this offseason. Wow.
1: That would be uh, big. That would be huge. Where would he go? You think he goes to back someone up? You think yeah, someone else takes a shot at
0: him as a starter? Who knows, right? Maybe mm-hmm. he'll be like a Sam Darnold or something. You Man. never know with these guys. But if you
1: can't Going from rookie of the year to getting cut a year later, yeah. I don't think I personally don't think the Patriots give up on him just yet. I think you go into next season with a bit of a leash. I mean, if they
0: win their next two, he'll, may, he'll stay on the team oh, next year. Oh, for sure, year. but
1: I don't think but. they will, and I still think he'll be on the team next year. Yeah, only time will tell. I don't think he's earned that right to be fully thrown out like Zach Wilson is, You know, might be
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: after two seasons when he won Rookie of the Year. But yeah, it was just a question I wanted to bring up because they've had two pretty crappy losses the last few weeks and, and have had a pretty mediocre you know, subpar season. Yeah, it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Nice <laughs> for to sure. See. Uh, Okay, so let's move on real quick to some award predictions, and let's start with MVP. Who is your prediction for MVP? Who I want or who I Who's going to win?
0: Well, it should be Jalen Hurts. I disagree. Just like CJ Mosley shouldn't be a starter in the Pro Bowl, and just like DJ Reed should be a starting cornerback in the Pro Bowl, this shit, it's stupid. But Mahomes will win.
1: I disagree. If you look at Mahomes' stats, the guy has 5,000 total yards and over 40 touchdowns already. Are you not looking at Jalen Hurts' rushing yards? Uh, he has a lot and of And his running. rushing touchdowns? How many rushing touchdowns at does At least he over 10. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you know how many points that is? You I, add all those up? It's a lot. It's a lot. And I think... He, he should be, but I think because he's not going to play those two weeks, and Mahomes is going to end with like at least 45 total touchdowns. Don't, yeah, Mahomes is you 55 know, the best. plus 100 yards total, he, he's going to get the MVP. Statistically, just, you cannot. The team's bet You know, the record in Philadelphia is better
0: when Jalen Hurts is playing than Mahomes and, is. And I
1: get that, but I just think Mahomes is going to get it this year. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts doesn't deserve it, but Patrick Mahomes is going to win. What about offensive player of the year? I think it's pretty obvious. Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, who else, right? The guy's been an absolute monster. He's one of the best receivers maybe we've ever seen since Megatron. Uh, Defensive player of the year? I think it's going to be Nick Bosa. Every time I watch the 49ers, he seems to be making a play. 17 and a half sacks, multiple fumbles and and strip sacks and and tackles for loss. He's an animal. Leads the league in sacks. He's a menace on one of the best defenses in the league, I think. That's my pick. Yeah, I don't think I could pick someone better than him right now. Yeah. The and way then, he's playing. And then uh, Coach of the Year? Who you got? I got Nick Sirianni. You got to give Sirianni, DL something. that's
0: a good pick. I'm going to try and think of a, a DL guy. You know, a guy who won't win it. Because mm-hmm. I think Sirianni, you know, looks
1: good for a I, I have award. a name that just popped in my head. Brian Dable? No, although absolutely should be, talent, a you know, they be a candidate. This guy won't be a this but... Year. In you know, maybe an honorable mention. Riverboat Ron? No. Also, I think maybe could be a candidate. I'm thinking Steve Wilkes. Yeah, but... What a job. I said he's not going to get it. They're any not going to give it to a guy. Who... Honorable mention from me, Steve Wilkes. But Riverboat Ron and Dabble are both really yeah, good Yeah, no, I
0: don't think... Just because their records aren't incredible, mm-hmm. they won't get it. But those two guys have done a great, jo- a great job with the talent they have. I think the way that both of them play, they could you know, beat anyone with a good pass rush and the ability to run run the football. That's
1: all you need, right? We saw, we're Jets fans, so we know how it is. Yeah, that's how you win. I also think that there was a lot of talk earlier in the season of Mike McDaniel, but when you lose three straight and then four straight, you're not, you you can't be considered for coach of the year. Uh, He's a great coach, but not this year. So, yeah, I would say those are the big four awards, and those are solid picks. Any other names you'd think to throw out? Any like?
0: Uh, why not AOC in Minnesota? Give him his respect. I know they obviously have won all close games. Alex O'Connell. And um, obviously they're probably going to get eliminated in the first or second yeah. round. That's but it's they, a regular they, they season. They look like
1: that type of team. But. It's
0: a regular season award. And it's not easy to win, what, 11, 12 games with a team that barely made the playoffs last year? Did they even make it last year? I don't remember. Minnesota.
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, so I mean, a huge turnaround there. Yeah, that's he's probably done a why great job. That's probably why Zimmer was fired last year because mm-hmm. they didn't make it. So he's done a great job turning it around. I could definitely see him winning it as well.
1: Yeah, those are all a lot of names. I still think Sirianni probably gets it. Best record. They've had an amazing season. They've dominated. You know, I've never, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the guy really look down the whole time. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, moving on to the final NFL segment before Thursday Night Football Picks, we are revisiting the hot seat scale. What do you think of Jeff Saturday?
0: I think he's not
1: going to be their long-term coach. Do you think he gets another year or he's out after this? I think he's out. You think he's done?
0: I could see him maybe being hired as different coach, like not a head coach.
1: I don't think he won. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, he might maybe he'll he go back to ESPN. Yeah, no, he definitely might. But if he really is serious about the coaching gig, maybe he'll get an offensive line coach job. Or
1: not, at least offensive coordinator, maybe. But yeah,
0: yeah, that probably
1: won't be easy for no, him. But, better than Matt Patricia.
0: And maybe LaFleur will let you know yeah, next week.
1: Right. Brandon Staley, I think if you just watched the post game where he was like manhandling the owner <laughs> by his. Neck, <laughs> but I think he's fine. He's not going anywhere. Sean Payton was the front runner to go there. I don't think they're gonna fire Staley, even if Sean Payton, unless he was like, I absolutely a hundred percent want to come here. I don't think Staley's in any danger. If they get
0: blown out in the playoffs, first round, Sean Payton's on his way there.
1: That's a good that's point. my if opinion. They get blown out if they put up a fight.
0: If they put up a fight. I don't know. Maybe. If they lose that first-round game... You still think he's in danger? You think it's kind of 50-50?
1: I mean, the thing is, if you could get a th- guy like Sean Payton... I know. With Justin Herbert and, and a lot of talented guys Easy. on that defense. You make the decision. Maybe even if you lose in the second round. Alright, moving to Kevin Stefanski. I think he's outski.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I would probably, on that scale, on our old podcast, I would probably put
1: it at a 5. Uh, now I'd probably put him at a seven. I think with the way Deshaun Watson's played and the amount that they've invested in him, similarly to Nathaniel Hackett, just not at that scale, they're going to blame the coach before they blame the quarterback.
0: Yeah, no, I tend to agree with you. Um, they have looked awful. It doesn't look like they'll be getting any better. You know, they're healthy
1: right now And a I lot, could of, see them, lot of spots. I, I could see them hiring an Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I and, could see it. Trying to make that work, I don't think Stefanski's safe. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. I think he's definitely on the hot seat. These next two games are going to decide his fate.
1: Yeah, I'd probably put Saturday at a five personally. What would you put him at? Just going back to those two. Probably like a ten. A ten? Wow, I would put him at like yeah. I put him. I, I guess, I think a five. Honestly, maybe maybe a little higher, six or seven. But uh, Staley, I'd put at like a four.
0: Yeah, probably. The thing is, when. Like I said a guy like yeah, Peyton's yeah. available. The team's just so good. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably give him a 6 right now.
1: Yeah. Uh Lovey Smith, I think last ten. time, yeah, 10. I, I still think yeah, probably a 10. Maybe you could argue a 9, but they beat the Titans without Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis looked terrible. There there's yeah. Uh, I think he's still gone. Yeah. Cliff ten. Kingsbury 10 10 10. I, I don't know what we had him at last time. I gotta look back. But it wasn't great, and he has tanked since. If you're watching Hard Knocks, you yeah. The, I like uh, this
0: conspiracy theory. You had a I bit got of got a
1: conspiracy, going. and I, I like it too. I'm on board. Why don't you tell him what it is?
0: So they had these bits where, you know, three coaches, and one being defensive coordinator Vance Joseph. I don't think this is the right move, personally. Vance Joseph, I didn't really love his coaching in Denver, but they sh- did a, a lot of segments on them, and I think that Hard Knocks might know that they're going to go after him this off season as the head coach, and he's going to accept it. It's we'll an see what happens.
1: It's an interesting theory. I definitely think if you watch that, there's some cadence to it. There's, there's an idea that maybe that could be the move they go with. Uh, their GM seems like he's gone too. He stepped away due to health concerns, but I don't see them bringing him back if they're going to fire Kingsbury also. They might as well just clean house. Uh, And finally, Todd Bowles.
0: Obviously, the next few weeks are going to decide. Honestly, I feel like Brady staying or leaving is going to decide his fate also. Mm -hmm. Because if he stays and they lose in the first round, I think he might be done.
1: So what would you put him at, like a five or six? Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds accurate. All right, moving on to the final segment for NFL, and that is our, because we are Past Monday Night Football, we will be placing our picks for Thursday Night Football. It is the Titans at... Dallas. Dallas. Dallas minus 10 and a half. Who do you got? Or just 10. It's minus 10. All right.
0: Instead of the pick, I'm going to go with the prop. Just okay. a prop. Okay. prop. Go C.D. Lamb to score a touchdown.
1: C.D. Lamb to score.
0: If you don't want to do that, if you want to play it safe, Ezekiel Elliott has scored in eight straight games. Mm. I think... They really enjoy feeding him when they're inside the five, and it seems like they're always there. Here's so, what I'm going
1: to do. I'm going to make you take...
0: Oh, I didn't know that was your I'm going <laughs> to make you parlay. Take I'm sorry.
1: CD, because Zeke scoring is in my parlay. So if you want to play around with those, I think we both agree those, both of them are solid picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go for a touchdown prop, one of those two. My parlay for Thursday night is a four-leg parlay. It is Dallas minus six and a half, uh, buying a couple points. Uh, Zeke to score a touchdown. C.D. Lamb over 50 yards and under 49 and a half points. That will probably put you around plus 500, 10 to wing you around 50. The full odds aren't out yet, but that's usually around where my parlays fall in. Uh, what do you think? You seem to love that under, huh? I love alternate unders when you buy And it seems to always work. Anywhere from 5 to 10 points, it's worked at least 90-plus percent of the time. These
0: primetime games, these players get a little
1: scared of the primetime. Yeah, if you're on FanDuel, I've noticed a little tip that when you take the unders uh, for the alternate higher scores, uh, it seems to boost it more than if you were to take the overs for the lower scores. I don't totally know why. So I do that to throw it in and boost up my parlay a good plus 100 to 200 more. So, um, yeah, it's a good tip if you want to check that out on FanDuel, and that's what I do to add to some of my likes for my weekly parlays. So, yeah, anything you change there? No, looks good. Yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, we're both riding high on Dallas, Zeke, and CD. So uh, if you want to ride, let's ride. Moving on to the Mets, what a weird week it's been. To recap the timeline of events, with Carlos Correa, about a week ago, even less, I think it was like last uh, Wednesday, uh, Carlos Correa in the middle of the night breaks that his deal with the Giants, 13 years, $350 million, falls apart due to a physical issue with his leg. Giants tried to renegotiate the deal. Him and Scott Boras said no, pulled out within minutes, or I guess later in the day to the public. The Mets signed him, Steve Cohen on vacation in Hawaii once the Giants postponed Correa's press conference, Cohen jumped in, offered him a 12-year, th- uh, $315 million deal. Everything's great. Mets are a super team. Wow, wow, wow. Perfect. You can't ask for more. And then the Mets find the same thing. Originally, us optimistic and somewhat delusional New York sports fans think, oh, the uh, physical was more of him trying to get out of the deal with the Giants, and the Giants had some hesitan- uh, hesitancy with him. Part of that's true. Part of it is that, yeah, he does have somewhat of an issue, doctors seem to think, at least with his leg. It hasn't seemed to impact him in almost a decade. They said this was an injury that was operated on in 2014. He's been a multi-time All-Star World Series champ. I don't know. There's some discussion now. I think you said you have some things to say that I don't even fully know about, about the deal now. uh You want to throw that update in?
0: Yeah, yeah, but um I think the Correa deal broke earlier in the
1: day. Like it fell apart with the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like talked about a little bit, but not fully known that he was back on fully on the market, not going to make a deal with the Giants. There was talk that there were issues, but not that the deal was fully off. And then I believe the way it was broken is that Met signed him as it was fully confirmed that the deal fell apart at the same time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I know before that, you know, the day before it, They said that the signing was delayed and, Mm -hmm. you know, so right there you knew something was up. And then, like you said, yeah, at 3 a.m., most people wake up to incredible news, Mm -hmm. you know, happy holidays. And then the terrible news of, obviously, the physical isn't great. And now, 55% chance of, I don't know, they didn't even say the reporter's name, but Sny posted it that, you know, the Mets get them. So there's a 45% chance That they don't.
1: Well, the report I last read, and this that report might be more recent than the one I last saw, was that they were optimistic, the two sides, that they could work through some sort of deal. I think the Mets aren't going to look to renegotiate the deal. They're looking to more ensure the deal that if this leg issue becomes an issue, they will have some insurance on that, and that they won't be completely financially screwed by a contract from a guy who won't play much. Um, or might even have to retire due to it, if it's that serious of an injury that they think. For right now, it sounds like it's something that could become an issue, but isn't right now.
0: Right now, I would definitely say that Carlos Correa is not a Met.
1: He's not, and and, and it, I, it's frustrating, but I he's would, not, not a Met right now.
0: I would go to the side of, you know, it's not
1: going to happen, just to keep our expectations low. That's difficult. What a, it's It's a whirlwind. You know that if that happens, you know... He's going to have to take a worse deal. Nobody's going to offer him this kind of deal again if he's I agree. essentially cut off by two teams that he was about to sign with. Clearly, that would be an issue for every other team in the sport. Maybe part of it, I hope, isn't the MLB coming down on Steve Cohen. No, I don't think so. Uh, and that's pure speculation. And
0: if this does fall through, Steve Cohen will have to make another move for a hitter. Whether, whether it, trade
1: exactly. or, or a signing, which I don't know what much options are left. But So your prediction is that he isn't a Met. Right now, it's hard to... Who knows if he's even going to play? I, I guess, but I mean, I'm under the belief that this isn't as big of a right-now concern as is a could-be concern. That in year four or five of his 13- or 12-year contract or whatever it is, he's going to get an injury that's going to put him out year after year after year. The last three years, he's missed an average of 14 games. Right, but there's a reason that these teams aren't signing him. Clearly, but it it seems, again, like it's a precautionary thing, and I think Scott Boris is smart enough to know that you're not going to pass on two massive deals. So I think, because Steve Cohen also... Did make comments about, which is frowned upon by the MLB before a contract is officially signed. He came out and he said, this was the piece we needed and we did it. That That's not a great look if you don't keep him. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not. Whether or not it's the smart look, it's not a good look. Yeah. I think, personally, he stays. I'm not even trying to be the optimistic. I think from his point of view and Scott Boris's point of view, that is the best move.
0: Yeah, hopefully the Mets can reconstruct the deal and make it. So, you know, it's less years and 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 just in case something does happen.
1: And it's funny how that stuff works because before we we had this Correa signing, we might not have been as, oh, we need to make a deal for another hitter as aggressively. But now that we had this thought that we have Carlos Correa now that we might not, if we don't, I do think you're right. We need to be aggressive like that. Steve Cohen literally said, we're missing a piece still. So how can you go and not get that, and then say, "Well, I guess we'll just keep going without that piece," or hope that Brett Beatty or someone else turns into that piece? You can't for hope sure. for that. You for can't just sure. wing that when you go out publicly and state the other, you know, otherwise. You gotta hope he's a met. I I do. I really hope so. Um, if he isn't, is there anyone you think realistically they would look at to trade for? Is there any name that comes to your mind?
0: Well, you look at a team like Boston. And Devers, did they make any moves? Not really. And look at the pieces they lost, mm-hmm. Bogarts, Martinez, and,
1: and maybe another piece. But even if, you know, besides that, yeah, they, they are looking like they are sort of taking a step back and reevaluating the franchise. And maybe Raphael Devers isn't a part of that. And, and they lost bets. Mm-hmm. and know? Schwarber at, at a point yeah, as well. So, so those were all pieces that they thought were going to be part of a championship caliber team and they're all gone. Maybe Devers, who's now the last piece of that, he's probably going to potentially want out. Exactly. And, I mean, you
0: look at Boston, and like I said, they didn't make any moves. They don't have the same players they did last year. They suck. Mm-hmm. They're they're honestly awful. They, they got worse this year, yeah. and
1: they didn't even make the playoffs last and, year. And they so. have questions, a lot of questions with their pitching. Yep. So, yeah, that could be something to look at. If they keep Carlos Correa, any signs, and that becomes official... What else? Do you think there's more? Are we still not done? I hope not. I it, think this lineup could definitely
0: still use a a hitter or two. One more hitter, you think? Yeah. Even uh, with the signing of Correa.
1: And it doesn't need to be a, a game wrecker. It needs I think more of a depth piece type For guy sure. would be great. And to not
0: have. like a Jonathan BR, Kevin Collar no. type guy. I want a proven guy.
1: More more in the line of a Marcana. Yeah, maybe you know, another Marcano.
0: It doesn't have to be, you know, Reynolds from Pi- the Pirates, because no, well, that's who's he everyone. He would have been more likely if we didn't about. get Nemo back, but getting Nemo sure. back. But he could play infield as well. You know, mm-hmm. he's like a McNeil type, and I think you know they could use another one, either. Yeah. or they could use another power hitter as well. Mm-hmm. Probably more power.
1: I still think they look to make one more relief move too. I don't know if Liam Hendricks is really the move. Uh, he probably is going to be a high cost, and I really. Don't know how much more the league really wants the Mets to spend like yeah. that. So probably more of a smaller upgrade in the bullpen. But yeah, like I said, if Carlos Correa stays, that's gonna be the bulk of it. But <clears throat> it, it's looking like uh, you know, uh, you gotta trust Steve Cohen, but at the same time, you gotta really, really still hope that things work out because Carlos Correa is a extremely talented player who, whether or not he could, you know, there could be concerns. You want him on your team. Moving on quickly to the NBA. Haven't discussed the NBA in a while. There hasn't been too much to talk about, but things have taken a turn. The Brooklyn Nets are on fire. They can't seem to lose, and they can't seem to win by a little either. They're, they're I mean, they're playing really well. You've watched a lot more of it than I have. What's your take on them right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, when they play like this, they play defense, they play hard, they pass the ball. They don't do ISO as much. This is what basketball is. Do you credit Vaughn for this? For sure. This it is seems like on. It seems like they really you know, enjoy playing for a guy like Vaughn rather than a guy like Nash. And, you know, I love Steve Nash. You know, and it sucks that he became the coach of the Nets and it failed so miserably. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I still like the guy, Yeah. but he, he didn't have what it takes to be the coach, and it seems like Vaughn does it right now.
1: He's got more experience, and he seems to, yes, have more of that relationship and understanding with the players.
0: We talk about how, you know, defense in the NBA is all effort. Mm -hmm. You know, all these guys are athletic and can guard anyone. Absolutely. But, you know, when the Nets show effort, they could beat anyone with the talent and the points they could put up. And they actually do with Vaughn rather than Nash.
1: Really good points, and... I think that if the Nets keep playing like this, they, they've they immediately 180'd their season. Uh, and I don't see much of a reason to think that they can't come out of the East if they keep this up. It's all about if the they can continue to play drama-free, smart basketball.
0: Mm-hmm. Team basketball. On and off the court. For sure.
1: Because when they stay out of the, the headlines for the wrong reasons and they can keep playing and winning, nobody talks about it anymore. They are... I, the criticism disappears when they're blowing teams out. That's what happens. That's how sports work, for, for good sure. and for bad. It'll be interesting to see how they continue because, you know, one thing you, you can't rule out is that this team is a roller coaster. So for sure. Anything you never know happen. what turn will happen next. Uh, in regards to the Knicks, they've been better than expected, I'd say. Uh, they're still the same team. They're still the Tom Thibodeau shooting too much, Julius Randle uh, Knicks. Julius Randle's played more like he has in 2020 than he has in 2021. He's still, I don't know if he's fully a one, but the Knicks have been a a fun team to watch, at least more fun than they were last year. Not as fun as they were the year before that. There's not much more for me to say with them. You know, Quentin Grimes has been a really great piece to have back for them, but for me, it's hard to look at Quentin Grimes without thinking he should have been Donovan Mitchell. Because that was the piece of the trade that the Knicks seemed to have been heavily reluctant to give, and kind of axed that whole thing. Because Donovan Mitchell, as you said to me the other day, is a top five player in the NBA, and the Knicks, you know, crap the bet on that. They're middle of the they're the middle of the pack team, and until they can really find their groove, they're gonna stay there. They're gonna compete for a late seed or a play in spot, and. First round, at best, that's how they are, and until they have a definitive superstar and RJ Barrett can start playing like he did the other night where he put up 44 points, they're just going to be that. That's who they are, and that's their identity right now. For that, I'm okay with it for now because I think New York fans in general are impatient, and at some point, a change will be made, and they'll make a trade for a superstar, and uh, hopefully they get it right.
0: Yeah, I mean, also Jalen Brunson. You forgot to say uh, he's playing he's at an great. all-star I, level. And he's
1: the reason why they're better than they were last year. Plain and simple. Julius sure. Randles played very w- well compared to how he did last year. But Jalen Brunson is a star. Not a superstar, but he's a star.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he makes the team a lot better. His you know pace, his ability to pass and score. you know, And his
1: leadership. Yeah. I know his... Dad is like the assistant coach. So. Yes, and they got their they lost a second round draft pick because they tampered. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's some bullshit, right? Yeah, there. it's some bull. But what are you gonna do It's his I, dad. I know. I love the guy on the team. He's been really good for the for the Knicks. But I don't think he's like a pristine guy that's gonna carry you to a championship. He's not Bron- Donovan he's Mitchell. Not. And it sucks because no matter who the Knicks get superstar wise, it's gonna be frustrating because they should have gotten Donovan Mitchell stars they could get. The first one that comes to mind is Trey Young because there's that rumor that maybe he'd want out of there. I don't even know if he's the right fit, but man, does he, he, he... So typically, he's a typical Nick on paper, I think. He kills them. Fans would probably love him and he'd shoot 30% and average 25 (laughs) points. He'd really stink. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe, listen, he's still really young and I think he could develop into a star, but... I could understand some of the frustration in Atlanta when you have a few years where they're just not taking that next step, and he's always going to have that shadow there of could have been Luka Doncic. I could understand maybe why he'd want out. Is he the guy for them? I don't know, but he's the guy that I think the Knicks, knowing the Knicks, would probably make a move for. But otherwise, in regards to the NBA, you know, just wanted to give a quick update on things regarding the New York team's. The NBA, you know, I, I've expressed my thoughts on it for now. I engage more after the All-Star break when games start to actually matter and teams actually start to give that effort and play defense, like you mentioned before. Uh, any final thoughts on Nets and the NBA?
0: Yeah, I'm, like you said, I'm more of a college basketball guy mm-hmm. at this point of the season. It's been fun, college basketball, if you're a fan of that. Uh, a lot of teams are good in college basketball. Open field, not not a number one you know, clear team that's going to win this year. So bracket should be fun. But right now, like you said,
1: the NBA doesn't really mean much until After the, the playoffs. playoffs break and once the playoffs really start to kick into gear. Agreed. That's about it. Thank you guys for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Go Jets. Go Teddy B. Have a safe and happy holidays. This is Queens to Jersey. My name is Steven. Alongside me, my co-host Jason. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. <laughs>